And you're welcome to Racing Only Better as we preview the weekend. Ascot, Haydock, Wing Canton, and Nace, loads of races to talk about, and hopefully lots of winners to bring you in the company of Mr. Kevin Blake. How are you, Kev? Hello, I'm fantastic, you. How are you getting on? Storm Eunice coming over the hill. Let's be having you. Yeah, you're not as drunk as I am, clearly. But sure, anyway, look, it's a good start, Kev. It's not a good start. Listen, uh, Mr. Tony Calvin, you're well. All things good? Yeah. There's obviously something in the bloody water over in Ireland. You're all lunatics this afternoon, aren't you? Yeah. We're all anticipating the storm, so I think it's get it off your chest while you're still alive day. Um, Vanessa, you're, you're, you're better than you were on Monday, is that fair to say? Or Yeah, no, I'm in cheery form, ready to okay. do my first, this is my first betting only better pod. Yeah, oh, here, here. Right. betting only better. Right. Is that what it's called? That'd be our last one now, betting only better. Racing, right. it doesn't really matter what it's called, lads. To be honest with you, the people who tune into us, like they're not really that precious. Like if they're particular about things, they're not listening to us. Shite on about racing for an hour, so we're perfectly willing to let that one slide. For that. What, what's Dan Barber doing? Racing only better. Right. Um, he's, he's, he's trying out for the new um, uh, Willy Wonka in the shopping cart. He's trying yeah, no. as an Umpalumpa, so he's going through his second. He's been uh, he's been standing <laughs> he's been standing in a grow bag all day, but it's not doing it's not working. <laughs> He keeps, he keeps forgetting to put the water in, so he's not, he hasn't grown two inches. He'll try hanging upside down next. <laughs> anyway, don't happy with us for uh, unknown reasons, Vanessa. But sure, look, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Right, let's kick into. Oh, it's the doggy. <laughs> let's kick off. There. Let's kick off um, with Ascot, if you don't mind, um, gents. Before I get into that, um, I do want to mention, obviously, I'm speaking of Dan from Monday. Grow your roar for Cheltenham with a thirty-pound free bet pot. Bet twenty pounds on horse racing in a week on the sports uh, book or on the exchange for so one week to add ten pounds to your Cheltenham free bet. Terms and conditions apply. Roar. roar! <laughs> Well done, right. you. Right, that's it. That's the Nailed, that's, it. Nailed that's, it. That's Barry Orr's bullshit script out of the way. Let's get on with it. Okay. <laughs> I think that's the reason everyone's so giddy. It's like Barry. Barry's not producing the show today. Just so he you hasn't. Know, there's, there's, the so the headmaster's that, away, so we're getting all giddy. He hasn't told us good energy. Good energy. No, no box, good energy. So. We're relying on Bear. Bear, hello, Bear. Yeah, he can hear me. He can hear me. Ryan Bear. She, 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 she. Come on, you. That's always right. been your problem, Carl. Isn't it? <laughs> it explains an awful it's lot. Like, it's like that scene from Crocodile Dundee, isn't it? Where he, where he goes up to the um, woman stroke man in the bar and uh, goes goes to, goes to the undercrackers to, to discover what's what. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> right, we okay, that's enough. That's enough. Call out a knife. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I see you played knifey spinny before. No, I haven't actually. It's my first time. Right, okay, let's crack on. The 150 Jeez. is the Reynolds Town Novice uh, Chase. It's a great two over three miles. And does he know? <laughs> <laughs> clearly, I do, clearly, I don't. Does he know as your seven to four favorite for Kim Bailey? We've got Cora Grambler at three to one, um, Andy Winovictus at ten to three, and uh, Dorian Breen eleven to two, alongside Fernhill at seventeen to two, and Jay Foix, uh, which means I am cold at nine to one. Um, let's kick it off here, guys. That's, that's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> right, that's enough. We need to listen. There are serious punters, tip, like literally relying on us to make, to make their uh, ends meet next week. So let's just uh, crack on with is it. There? 
Um, no, there's well, not a single one. Right, Kev. Um, okay, how do you see this one? I, I can't make head or tail of it. Oh, nothing, nothing like to bring the podcast back to it to a <laughs> shuddering halt and Blake complaining about the quality of a grade two novice chase in England. <laughs> oh, this is horrendous, that. It yeah. should be a north to, north to 50 novices handicap. Yeah. And it might be mildly interesting, but no, it's a grade two. And uh, does he know they're up the top? Uh, look, I suppose he, he's the foreign pick, isn't he? He, um, he? he had his unbeaten record over fences, um, ended by three under through five, who he'd previously yeah. beaten. And uh, in fairness to that one, he's come out and won a few more times and looks looks quite a smart novice chaser, in fairness. And mm-hmm. um, does, you know, didn't, you know, it was a small field. Most of them fell over or refused, but um, he got to win in <laughs> four and a quarter lengths. Well, he did, literally. <laughs> um, and look, he has to give three pounds away to these now, and he's been absent. I suppose the concern is the ground. Um, I'm, TC will give us the full forecast, I'm sure, but um, it's soft and it, it, there's a chance it could be softer than that, I'd say. So um, that's, I suppose, the obvious concern. But um, look, he's the foreign picker. Do I think he's a, 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 the best fav we'll preview here? No, but I wasn't terribly inspired by the rest, to be brutally honest. Okay, so it's a kind of a soft pick for Kevin. Does he know uh, TC at seven to four? Um, how is your appraisal of this race, please? Um, I think you've got to take does he know on, haven't you? Um... Okay. Three pound penalty, ground, haven't seen him since November. Yeah, he's actually been entered up quite a few times. So I don't know what the problem is or if there has been a problem. But mm. um, I think a few people have been, some of these weights and measures guys have been backing for handicaps about the entries of weights uh, for Cheltenham. Have been talking <laughs> about him, has been talking about as an ultimate horse. So they'll be hoping he doesn't win this. Uh, from the three pound penny off a mark of 147. Okay. And they'll be um, hoping he's entered in the Ultima and they'll be hoping he get a, gets a good mark in the Ultima. After this, yeah. <laughs> we should stop taking the piss about people tipping in uh, handicaps, actually. I might have to do it sometime. <laughs> you won't be able to stop, for God's sake. Anyway, no, I know. Um, I thought he had a really trappy, uh, trippy, trappy race to this. I thought uh, Fern Hill could well be quite interesting because I think he might get the run of the race out in front, but Again, he's he's probably the least talented of the whole lot. Um, very trappy race. I would be against the favourite, but not enough to lay it. And certainly I wouldn't be backing anything else. No bet. Okay, no oh, bet for TC. Um, a very soft, um, does he know, probably for Kev, Vanessa. Nothing strong so far. Have you got anything strong? Or are you? Uh, a slightly warmer nod to Doyen Breed for me, for Sandy Thompson, Ryan Manis. Andy Thompson's first ever runner at Ascot team. First ever, ever. Yeah. Nice. As far as I as far as I can work out, yeah. Yeah. Um, nice. Look, this horse got closer to three under through five than does he know that it does. I know the form doesn't always doesn't work like that, but he did at Warwick in that grade two. Uh, the time before, the bit of form that's worth watching back is the bit of form behind Bushy Park, where he basically threw away a few lengths at pretty much at about half the fences, and then his jumping improved dramatically at Warwick. Uh, he was it's he, still not perfect, but he was a much better jumper at Warwick. I think Sandy Thompson's put a bit of effort into his schooling and I would expect him to jump better again. I think Ascot will suit him. Um, the fact that he could get as close as he did to Bushy Park and as close as he did to three and three five, who, to be fair, did have a penalty to carry on the day. But um, he definitely has an engine and he doesn't do anything very fast. But I think now they've got his jumping together, this could be... He, I think he could improve again from what we've seen and a good few in here and I think are not on the improving scale. Okay, the, all right. Um, okay, good stuff, right? We'll leave that there. The 225 then next on the card is the My Odds Boost on Betfair Swindy Chase. Um, it's over three miles again. This is race. 
Um, Fiddler on the Roof is your 9-4 favourite here. Asked me early 10-3. Caribbean boy who's been put up a couple of times in the podcast. Once with success, once without success. Kevin Blake, I think, has a bit of a, a, a tumultuous relationship with this horse, shall we say. Larry 9-1. to Let's have what you like about the rest. Tony, I did see on At The Races earlier on today, Kevin Blake putting up Fiddler on the Roof as not the worst shout in the Gold Cup here. Do you think he's <laughs> absolutely off his rocker? He's 9-4 to four to win this. Surely, if Fiddler on the Roof is Kevin... That's what he said to you. I'm oh, sure that's what he said. How much is that? No, Kevin. Oh, God. He's not what he Jesus said. Christ, said, lads. Well, I, know we, I know we got... Did you I not say I know that? We got, I did. I, 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 I tipped him for this. We're not totally speak, but I tipped him for this race and said he wouldn't be the maddest outsider. That's what you for, said. For the Gold Cup. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he was putting him up for the Gold Cup. Well, well, hang on a second now, Vanessa. One second now. Look, if he wins the Gold Cup, I was clearly putting him up. If he falls out the back of the telly, it was just a mention, lad. Sorry, Hugh. I'm just I'm sticking up for my old colleague, okay? Flake, Flake, Flake on the fence. It's like it's like it's like the old Simon maple trough trick isn't it mention all 12 horses as they're going in the stalls <laughs> and you is- will get a run and you will get a winner and yeah, give him a good, him a good to mention be fair, beforehand to be, right. to be fair to the tanned one he's not alone in that right okay tc so my question tc is do you fancy kevin blake's nap for the gold cup in this <laughs> well well we've got a problem here you mr price blind he's yes. nine to, he's nine to four yeah Ask me early is the second favorite, 130, and ask me early. His first preference is at Wing Canton, so we're going to yeah. get the second favorite coming out at 130. So we're going to have oh. a 20p rule four. Right. So Blake's probably looking at a 13 to eight chance in a race like mm. this. Can't be having it. Can't be having it at that, Mister Price. Mm. Blind, can we? Um, now I look. I, he's clearly the most likely winner, even though the top of the weights. I mean, he's got a lot more to come from him, but I mean that's a that's a pretty shocking price, isn't it? Mm. I've um I've had to go and hold that fort in this win and place. Um he actually went off a 17 to 2 chance for the for the Welsh National two starts ago, even though he's five yeah. out the handicap after winning at Carlisle. Now we did really we did well to win at Carlisle. The form's absolutely rubbish. Um mm. hasn't worked out at all, but he did well mm. to win there because he made a really bad mistake. Um I don't think he would, he wasn't given a hard time of it at all in a valuable novice chase at Lingfield last time. Mm-hmm. He's a, he is £3 out of the handicap here, but I still think a mark of £135, £5 lower at Chepstow. And he did run all, all right for a long way in the Welsh National. Um, so I thought I'd hold that talk down the bottom of the weight. It's got course and distance form. So it's going to be soft ground. I don't think they're going to get too much more rain at Ascot. So it probably won't verge on heavy. I just think, you know, Venetian Williams could do no wrong, et cetera, et cetera. I just thought off a mark of 135, youngster on the up, uh, I'll forgive him his last run. Um, yeah, I, I thought hold that for around about 12 to 1. Win and place uh, was um, was a decent okay. bet on a, on, a, on a weekend, not flowing with. Um, Selections or tips from this end, anyway. Yeah, hold that tot, T-A-U-G-H-T, how most Irish people pronounce T-H-O-U-G-H-T, at nine to one. Not a bad shout. Okay, in each way as well. And, and, and again, consider the each way terms here. Vanessa, um, yep. who have you? Fiddle on the roof for you or no? Uh, yes, for the win, for Fiddle on the roof. In all seriousness, if he is going to be a lively outsider in a gold cup, he needs to be winning yeah. this off this mark. Um, obviously, we haven't seen him since Labbrook. 
I know the lab was visually impressive, him and the winner pulling clear and obviously him giving weight to the, to the winner. Um, but I think there's been 30 starts, uh, horses have started 30 more times after Labbrook and there's only been one winner out of it. That was full back at Cheltenham on New Year's Day. Um, I know they pulled a good way clear, but the race really isn't stacking up to very much at all, which is a bit disappointing for the race as a whole, but that probably is yeah. a word of warning. Um, but yeah, going back to the original point, if he's to make any shapes in a Gold Cup or even go to a Gold Cup, he needs to win this, in my opinion. Right. I mean, how many people are going to laugh at me at Regal Encore as an each-way tip at the age of four? I was looking at him. I was looking at him. Off the back of a third wing yeah. surgery. <laughs> Like, no, I'm not yet. I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. The the only, so he's he's running this race uh, four times before. This will be his fifth start in this exact race. He's mm -hmm. won it and he's been placed every time. He, look, you don't need me to point out the fact that he's off a very workable mark, but he is the age of 14. He's a course and distance lover. And yeah. I just thought to run into a place again, I just wouldn't put it past him. He's got his ideal jockey back on him. He's such a veteran that you wonder what they've kept him in training for. And I genuinely wouldn't be surprised if it was another crack at this race, considering okay. they targeted it every year. And that's like the, the, the money back free bet um, offer on for Betra here, if your horse fails to place here, then is... Is a cracking bet for something like Regal Encore. So you can basically have a bet on Regal Encore. If he doesn't place, you get your money back as a free bet with the bet for a sportsbook. I mean, that's that's a cracking bet. That is exactly the kind of horse. No, it's exactly exactly the kind of horse that that concessions uh, excels in, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so Vanessa. Okay, obviously, big shout. For Mainly because he's favorite. got no fucking chance. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. For and then um, Kev, you've got to nap this horse, surely. I mean, if you're if you're going to nap him for the Gold Cup, Kev, as you said today, I think horse def definitely wins the Gold Cup. You've got to nap him here today, otherwise you're full of shit. <laughs> Well, you'll have to wait until the end to see what'll happen to you, but uh, I do think he'll probably win this. Um, take TC's point; it's not going to be a a price that you'll be, you know, awake at night uh, getting excited mm. about. But um, okay. look, he, he should have won the, the Labrador Trophy. Really, um, he kind of had a, a catalog of little things go wrong. I think the fourth last was the main one. He got hampered. Um, I finished off the race really, really well. Um, Vanessa's point is valid look for him hasn't particularly worked out well but I think it was a big effort on the day um, for all that you know beyond 28 legs back to the third I'd say there wasn't a whole lot going on but um, I think course and distance will suit him well um, mm -hmm. look he clearly stays well I don't think the ground if it, go, if it goes downhill it's not going to be a problem for him and look just most of these just aren't you know they're either not progressive or you know there's, there's not a whole lot to them and I would just be hoping he'd be outclassed yeah. them off top weight you know Okay, great. So again, just to reiterate, money back as a free bet if your horse fails to place in this race, the 225 at Ascot on Saturday. Um, so um, yeah, I, look, I mean, Fiddler on the Roof, hopefully for Vanessa and for Kevin does the business, but Regal on Core and for Tony, hold that thought at nine to one. The three o'clock, um, ladies and gents, is the Ascot Handicap Hurdle, uh, two miles and just under four furlongs, so two and a half miles in old money. Um, good risk at all is your seven to four favourite for Sam Thomas. You've got Cap du Matin at four to one, Zaconi Rebel at six to one, Highway 102 at eight to one, and it's 10 to one bar. Um, Vanessa Royal, um, this is probably right up Tony Calvin Street. It's the handicap hurdle with loads of kind of uh, decent chances here. But have you come something strong in this, or how do you feel? <laughs> 
It's super unoriginal, but the favourite I put, I had to put him up as a tracker horse after we saw him at Warwick last time. Okay. Um, and so he's already in the tracker. This is, and I said then that he'll just win on his next handicap start. Let's risk it all. Wow. Yeah, and I'm not going to sway away from him Lovely. now. He's a very worthy favourite. He's ended up off a very workable mark. He's got the John Bomb form. He's got the I like to move it bumper form from last season. The Warwick run was far from perfect. He was a touch green in places and not necessarily the most straightforward, but it suggested that the step up and trip will suit. So again, I thought we'd see him step up to this distance. They've picked a nice, valuable race for him. And I think bang and he should go. Uh, I can't abandon him now. He's very unexposed compared to a few in here. And he's a very worthy favourite. Tony, no doubt, will tell me his price is far too short, but I think he is a very worthy favourite. Don't pigeon me hole. Don't pigeon hole me. Don't pigeon me hole. Don't pigeon me hole. Sorry, Tony. Well, we've pigeon... got we've got the working title for the uh, for the podcast, though, isn't it? Pigeon it's me hole. Pigeon me pigeon hole. Me pigeon... hole. That's what um, you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a very strong case by Vanessa there. Yeah. Um, and yeah. TC, you know, pigeon me hole or pigeon me not hole, whatever. Kevin, Kevin Blake, what? Do you, what do you... Just going to check. Shuddering. Yeah. He's like, Barry, what's going Barry, on? Barry's never going to have me back on this. It's all gone to shit. Well, no, 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 no. Barry's got, Barry's well actually, sack, you've already disqualified yourself. She's already, you've already disqualified yourself. It's the first time on this podcast anyone's ever mentioned the banned word. Yeah, yeah. Tracker. Tracker, yeah. Uh, sorry. Do you know what? Also, Tony, I'll save it for later, but you're going to want to put a bullet through my head later when I saw a stat. Honestly. Listen, listen. I think the lap of the weekend is that we're all fired, plus Alan Conway, who's allowing this stuff to go. <laughs> uh, uh, I got better of you, Alan. Barry's sitting at home, and, and he's, Barry's arthritis, he's now masquerading as COVID. So, oh, God, I have COVID. No, you're just arthritic and you're old, Barry. Just accept it and stop trying to tan yourself in the sunshine. Anyway, Kevin Blake, what do you think about this race? Oh, it's like, jeez, I don't know. No, the, the good risk at all. You look at him last time, like, is he... Is he shaping like he's crying out for further, or is he looking a bit? Is he, kind of half, is he kind of half thinking about it there before he runs on? He has a, kind of has a bit of a wonder and mm. a bit of a gawk, and then all of a sudden he flies up the run in. You know, oh, I don't know, I don't know. He, he might well be perfectly fine to find it a bit easier over the longer trip now, but just mm. at the price, I don't know if I want to pay to find out. I'd be fairly sick if I weighed in with him. And he comes down to the last again or up the run in and starts wandering around and acting the Mickey. You'd be fairly sick because the signs were there at Warwick that there might be a little kink there somewhere. So at the price, I, I leave him alone. I wish Vanessa the very best of luck. I don't, won't mm -hmm. really because, because I fancy Paul Nichols' horse, uh, Captain Matan. Captain Matan. Who, yeah. um, who absolutely danced in. He danced a jig in a taunt in the last, the, the last day. Um, over a very similar trip to this uh, ground's got to be no trouble even if it gets more testing um, and look, look the handicappers had a say he shoved them up nine pounds which is a fair all rise in this day and age of incredible leniency from the British handicapper um, that's a fair all rise but um, he did earn it he, he did absolutely bolt up um, you know he's had seven runs so it's not like he's he's totally unexposed but um, given that was such a jump forward I, I'd be willing to chance that he might be able to take another step forward and cap do Matan to okay. uh, gamely, gamely put his head down as good risk at all ends up in the car park or something wacky like that okay interesting captain man four to one seven to four as you said good risk at all TC I presume yeah. 
Well, I'm not going to presume anything. Um, no, who do you like? I, I do. I do think good risk or still well handicapped by mark of 127. You just have only have to look at the bumper form to tell you that. But the jumping is a concern. Uh, I'm I'm not as I'm not as um, negative on the attitude as Kevin, but his jumping does leave a lot to be desired. But I think the step up in triple suit and if Dan Lofty Barber was here, he'd, he would say he'd say he's the best handicapped Look, horse in training. There's fucking there's nothing lofty about Dan Barber. <laughs> Christ almighty. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an ironic. It's an ironic joke. You. Yeah. <laughs> what is, what's your nickname? What is your, what's your nickname? You the literal car hill, is it? No, no. It's you. Uh, it's you, uh, black, dark, and handsome uh, Cal. That's me. <laughs> dark and handsome. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, I, I get good risk at all. Uh, Seven yeah. to four. It could well turn. It was actually five to one with the betting first open on Monday, so he's been well, well backed in. Uh, right. I, I put up Zaccone Rebel which way tens on Tuesday. He's now into sixes. I still think he's Six okay. Yeah, I feel think he's an okay price. Zaccone Rebel. Uh, the angle here is very similar to the favourite. Very lightly raced, unexposed, stable going really well. I don't know enough a lot about Toby Laws, but I was surprised when I had a look at his figures that he's 25% strike rate this season. He's a good-looking guy. Is he? <laughs> um, whatever. Statement. Um, uh, yeah, and I, and I just think the, the step-up in trip will really suit this horse. Got going all too late over a sub-two-mile at Huntington. The handicapper left him alone after a Ludlow win under a penalty last time. I know it was only an ordinary novice hurdle, but the second and third have improved when placed uh, next time. So mm-hmm. I think of a, of a decent mark, very lightly raised profile, one style and pedigree suggests the step up to two miles suit. I thought Zaccone Rebel uh, was very interesting, six to one each way, four places. I am on bigger, but I wouldn't put you off. Uh, uh, Go back in, okay. Each way, each way or win only? Uh, if I was going to play, I'd, I'd mm-hmm. take advantage of the extra places. So six to one each way is a kind of okay. it's, a fair, it's a fair price. Yeah. yeah I'm not yeah. sure personally I'm going in because I'm, I'm on a tens, but I, I would think it's probably the best bet in the race for those new okay. party. Lovely. Okay. And four places, as you say, take advantage of that six to one. Okay. Good stuff, TC. Uh, the 338, um, ladies and gents, is the Betfair Asco Chase. It's the Come one, on. I guess, we're all here to talk about. And Kev, so Fakir Dazeri, I'm really interested in this race, and my nap of the week is going to come from this race. Um, so Fakir Dazeri is your 11 to 4 favourite. You've got St. Calvados 7 to 2, uh, Dashiell Drasher 9 to 2, Fanny Destreval at 9 to 2, Mr. Fisher 5 to 1, Lost in Translation 10s, 2 for gold, 25 to 1, alongside Waiting Patiently. Kev, um, Fakir Dazeri is interesting to me here. Uh, he's not going to be my nap. Um, I'll tell you my lap in, in a few minutes' time. But how do you think he's set up for this race? Um, I like I, I love the horse. Right? But I love the horse, but he's 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 very frustrating to follow at the same time. How do you think he's set up for this? And also, um, just for friends of mine who want to know, is he going to Ryanair or not? Is he going to go to Cheltenham? What would, like if you give it like a percentage chance? What do you want your kind of thoughts on? Okay, okay. A bit of a roundabout way to ask. <laughs> right. Fakir Duderi here. Um, first and foremost, he's on his way over there, so he should be fine. Okay. <laughs> but, but with the old storm Eunice, uh, yeah. he, he, he'll he hopefully make it over there before it all kicks off. So that, that's the first thing. Um, mm. Actually, look, it's a great chance for him to win a grade one. Like, he, he's not a tip topper. 
you know, I think that's kind of well established now. But on his day against the right opposition, he can probably win a grade one. Um, he's won a couple in the past, you know, very good in the Medding Chase, which, you know, wasn't a good grade one. Um, and this is probably just the middle of the road grade one. So um, the ground's not going to be a problem. Um, like last time at Turles, he just uprooted the first, which which put him on the back foot in the big way. And the time before, Alaho was just jumping in his path a bit early on and it just messed with his rhythm, I think. Yeah. Um, very good at Clamel the time before that. Um, so look, look, I think he's got a very solid chance. I know Tony mentioned it earlier in the week, you know, um, it put him up in his anti-post piece, but I forget exactly what price it was. It might have been five, 11 to two, something like that, mm-hmm. which, which seemed big. And look, the market has reacted and adjusted, et cetera. And he's five now. And before, he, now, yeah. yeah, he's probably just about entitled to be fat, but I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be jumping and roaring about him now, Hugh. It just mm-hmm. if, he, if he gets in a good jumping rhythm, he'll, he'll surely have a great chance. But um, at that price, I, I wouldn't be, you know, coming at it as, as, um, uh, you know, as independently as I can. I couldn't really be putting them up at that price for all that I hope he wins. I like um, loss in translation, Kev, at 10 to 1. That's my nap of the week. Okay. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, a horse I love. You, I absolutely, I fell in love with the horse a couple of years ago, and um, it, it was a it was a bitter bitter relationship. Ended terribly. Um, kept he kept <laughs> let, he kept letting me down, and mm. I kept and I kept going back to him. You, you know, one of those. And uh, yeah. yeah, and then of course when, when I'd long bailed out, uh, she t- he turned up at the dance and, and did the trick at um, at Ascot um, mm. earlier this season. Uh, yeah, I ran fine in the King George, but. Uh, I don't know if I can rely on him Hugh as much as I as much as I used to love him. Um I don't I don't know if I could rely on him. In terms of which one I like, I'm rambling now. Um St. St. Calvados, um, I think two and a half miles is his trip. Um I was listening to Paul Nichols on Sky Sports Racing earlier, and you know, he was saying that you know, at home you'd swear this fella's an out now three miler. Um, but on the track is clearly different. And you know, he's shaped like a blatant on stair to me a few times over three miles. And mm. the last time we saw him over two and a half, look what he did, Hugh. He finished an unlucky next second to Min with a, a plute hard and throw down close up behind him. Like that's high class form. You know, that's that's near enough top class form. Um, and if he can come back to that, bearing in mind he switched from Harry Whittington to uh, Paul Nichols in the meantime, he's had another mm. wind up. He's shaped really well in the King George um, under a ride that Gavin Sheehan w- would have loved to have had another go at as has been you know, well covered. Um, so at the prices, I thought St. Calvados might just cruise around behind him there and uh, do them all up the run in for all that I do hope back here. We'll, we'll, we'll give a go of it. And to answer your final question, you and stop talking for the next 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, he'd, be no, he'd be no certainty to go to the right air now. Um, okay. Uh, if, you, if you ask me to bet on it now, I'd say he'd be more Aintree. likely to go to entry. But, mm. you know, proviso, you know, it, it's JP, it's Frank. They, they'll of course. make up their own minds, you know. But 100%. I, I, I have a feeling that's the way it might go. Okay, perfect. Tony, do you think I'm mad with my loss in translation? I really, I really like him this weekend. I, I like I, I a bit like Kev. I was a huge fan of him. I backed him in the Gold Cup. Um, I backed him in the King George two years ago. I didn't back him uh, most recently, but I'm a big fan of this horse. And I let a lot of water go under the bridge. I do think he might come back to something like his former best here. And at 10 to 1, he's the vet for me. Yeah, they to being serious. The problem with this race is where all eight stood their ground from the five-day stage. Mm. The problem is if, you, if you're looking for a bet at one of the shorter prices towards the top of the market, any eight of these could win. Uh, you've got the outsiders, two for gold, one last time. Obviously, you've got probably got the most to prove, but 25 to one waiting patiently. He's probably the best of these at his peak. Won this race in 2018, and clearly, if Christian Williamson can get it back off the Betfair chase, then he's got a chance. And, you know, he's a 25 to one outsider. 
Um, the prices have changed dramatically. St. Calvin also was a five to two favorite on Monday. Packet de Durer was 6.6 .6 on the exchange. Uh, so that's all changed around. I think Faco Duderiz, their price has gone um, about that in a race that's really stood up. Uh, the one that's price that hasn't really changed a lot, in fact, he's drifted out a little bit, is Fanny and Destreval. Um, I like two in here. I like Faco Duderiz, and his price has gone. Okay. Uh, and Fanny and Destreval, if I'm, I'm, I'm not knowing whether to put him up, but I think edging towards fives on the exchange and nine to two with a sports book. Mm -hmm. um, I, look, I know he's got blown out of the water in the, first, the only two times he's running grade one company in the Clouds House and Ryanair, but two massively improved performances in his last two starts. And that run last time under a seven pound claimer uh, off mark of 159 over mm. course and distances. That, that form in itself is probably, you can put it up against the recent form of any other of his seven rivals in here. If he is, he is a seven year old, he's coming forward, course and distance form, training form, ground, I think Fanny and Destreval would probably be the way I'd go in this race if I was playing at the moment. I'm undecided whether I'm going to tip him in my column, but mm -hmm. um, I thought nine to two each way if all eight stay on the ground is, is a fair bet. But the problem is, as I've said, no result in here would surprise me. So that I'd probably lean away from having a bet in the race, to be honest with you. Vanessa, do you see it as wide open as that? Like you can make a case for literally the entire field? Yeah. Basically, all of what Tony said in regards to the field, even the outsiders, just everything you can make a case for in this. It's great in terms of a spectacle. Obviously, all eight standing their ground is great. Um, and you just wouldn't put anyone off anything. So yeah, you're asking people mad, uh, lost in translation, that, I mean, he's probably a big price given some of his back form, but mm. I'd be with Kevin, won't repeat everything you said, but all about St. Calvados for this. Um, yeah, that, deep, that really good uh, min race. That, like Kevin said, he probably should have won. It's only four starts ago. I mean, I know he's a couple of years older, but it's only actually four runs ago. That's mm. clearly because he's had his issues, but he's had a serious trainer upgrade going to Paul Nichols. And, you know, I'm not picking that out of nowhere. Everyone, I think, can see that. If he can improve him a bit with that wind up and now back over his preferred trip, I think this is an ideal race for him. Yeah, we, we should point out, you know, that ride in the, uh, the King George last time cost Gavin Sheehan. The ride with yeah. Nickel sources for Kate and Andrew Brooks. So it was it was a bit of a shocker. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean he's he's obviously got a very good chance. And you know, the one thing you could put against Paul uh, the, the horse was the form of the Paul Nichols yard, but he had another winner today. Yeah. So it, perhaps he is coming out of that that black hole from the last three Come or four on, weeks. Nichols. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah mate, St. Calvados is another very, very plausible winner. And like I said, you're getting five to two on Monday, now you're getting nine to two. So Okay, great. Um, that's brilliant. Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to this as well. I, I, yeah, I just hope it, it's more. It's more from a kind of a fondness with a horse, a bit like Kev as well. Kev and I generally tend to fall off a cliff together, hand in hand, like you know. <laughs> what's that movie? Oh. We do, we do. Like, uh, what's the movie um, with the two girls? Um, but, no, no, that's film with Louise. You're, what, you, Louise. what you're thinking? Of, what you're thinking about is Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, where they <laughs> hold hands and jump on, up jump into the water. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Actually, if you grew a tash, you know, you look a little bit like Robert Redford. <laughs> I prefer I prefer to think of us as, as Tenement Louise Kevs you know you with the long hair me with my ability to grow long hair and then I prefer to do it too okay right so let's move on to um, Haydock the 205 Haydock is the Rendlesham Hurdle it's a great two um, three miles and half a furlong to be exact Thomas Darby 
is in here for Ollie Murphy at seven to four favorite. Molly's Ollie's wishes for Dan Skelton five to two. Third wind at four to one. You've got Top Veal Ben at sixes, and it's how much you like about the last two. Holstone's still running. Christ, remember Holstone, right? Okay, um, I'm right. <laughs> What for Nelson? I'm literally about to dip him up. I'm not even going to do anything. Oh, oh, right. oh my God. Right, well, okay. Well, Tony Calvin, you can kick us off here. No, 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 um, no. Let Vanessa go first because I'll okay, make the case for the whole stone as well. Okay, oh, okay. Vanessa, well, first of all, yeah, okay. Well, first of all, uh, Tony, this is why you don't like me because just as a point about this race, I don't like anybody. A fair, fair. Don't single uh, yourself okay. out. Yeah. <laughs> as, just, as a word of warning about this race, it is a race that just is very sketchy in terms of form. It's mm. ha- only had one winning favourite in the last 12 years. She set a low bar with Tracker. Now she's come out with a favourite shot. <laughs> oh. you're not getting points for the Calvins for Christmas. I tell you that much. No, <laughs> I don't think I ever was. My point is, is that it is just the race because of the track, because of the ground that it gets, because of the trip, because of the, <laughs> uh, because of loads of stuff. Basically, it is a bit. It's always been a bit of a sketchy race. Is right. my point with that stat. Laugh at it mm. as you like. And once yeah. again, it's another sketchy old race. You've got a few yeah. horses in here that might go stay as route. They absolutely bolted up, but they probably get beat. Thomas Darby is one of those, and he's. A, I think he's a very weak favorite in this. He can be a dog when he wants to be and mm-hmm. at the age of nine he doesn't always put his best foot forward and he's too unreliable for me then you've got molly ollie wishes in there well she is one that we would bang on about the mayor's allowed she is one who absolutely needs it and even when she's had it she still isn't good enough in all all sex company so i am not a massive fan of her either here um i think she'll struggle but, and then third win from last year, it's a no from me with him. Anyway, I, I basically got all the way down to Holstone. And I know he's an wow. 11-year-old, right? I yeah. know he's been off the track 455 mm-hmm. days. But yeah. the point is, is some of his back form, none of these could lay a candle to what he's done in a stairs hurdle mm-hmm. in the past, right? As an 11-year-old, they've brought him back. They're not going to bring him back off this break with, with much left at home, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. this will be the race for him. We know he loves the mud. He's won off a break four times in the past. He's won on seasonal reappearance plenty. So we know he can do that. And I just think it's the sort of race that you can take a swing in. And he's the outsider. And I think he might go well. Vanessa Royal, Vanessa Royal, you have completely and utterly made a case, a really good case yeah. for Holstone here. You'd like, you know, if you were Perry Mason here, I'd be saying just a quiz, a quiz, a quiz, all good. Tony Calvin, <laughs> back, back her up. Yeah. Um, one thing we should say about Haydock. It's heavy ground. They're going to get another 15 <laughs> to 20 minutes. It's going to be cut off. <laughs> and honestly, honestly, I looked at the forecast. I looked at the forecast on Monday and it was already heavy, soft in places. It went heavy on Tuesday. And the amount of rain they've got coming in the next two days in some forecast. I mean, honestly, it's gosh, honestly, it's, it's, it's a wreck. I mean, Haydock are so unlucky with the weather. Anyway, it's going to be... And Holstone will swim to victory. Well, <laughs> some of his better... Some of it, he does handle them up, but some of his better forms are, are good. But I totally take your, take your point about the opposition. I mm. definitely take your point about the price. Um, I actually backed him first time out in the 365 last year because of the excellent reappearance record. Mm. And, he ran a, and he ran appallingly. Um <laughs> So obviously that's the first time he blew out first time up. And he is an 11-year-old now. And he, the fact that 
he, ha- he is coming here after such an absence suggests they've obviously had problems. And the, like I say, I don't think you want to be going to hate up without a run because, you know, you, they're going to be running backwards mm. at the end in this older thought. Mm. Um, but no, if, if I was forced to have a bit in the race, um, the 14 to 1 stood out like a sore thumb. Vanessa's made the point about the back form. Unpenalised because he hasn't run for ages. Go back to, although you have to go back to 2018 for the Stairs Hurdle third. Uh, You know, at his best, he's by far the best horse in this race. If they've got him right, then 14 to 1 could easily be 9 to 2 at the off. Who's laughing now, Hugh? Hey? Mm. Huh. No, no, no laughing, no laughing, no talking, no moving. I am laughing. I am a convert. I am a convert. I have gone from being like a pagan atheist, anti-Jesus, to to being the Pope of Rome. Like Kevin, like this is honestly like the guys who persuaded me here. What are you going to do? What are you going to do with this? Um, it's Haydock. It's bottomless. I've actually missed talking about bottomless Haydock. I, I actually quite mm. like bottomless Haydock. You know, because we, we talk so about it, it, it's quite a specialist sort of a setup. You know, we often yeah. um, I can recall many, many a great time talking about bottomless Haydock on this podcast, mm. but it's been a while. And in fairness, the third win, he's been to bottomless, or maybe not quite bottomless Haydock, but certainly testing ground Haydock a couple of times and um, has acquitted himself very well. Um, won this race last year. Um, mm-hmm. very well in a good handicap over the same course of distance and um, look his form this season hasn't been quite the same level but I'm, I'm kind of hoping he's working his way up to returning to his best um, Huey Morrison who doesn't have a heap of runners this time of year has sent out two winners there the last few days um, uh, from three runners so I'm just hoping that they're kind of hitting fever pitch now as well um, it's pretty uninspiring stuff isn't it and I thought he was he was reasonably solid Okay, all right, fair enough, good shout. And um, the <laughs> last and second legs we're going to talk about at Haydock is here we, the here we go. Three miles, four and a half furlongs. So a pure slog. Yeah, Tony oh, Cal- oh, this oh, is right oh. up the street. It's a two forty. They need to start horse. in a trot. No, I, I, <laughs> see, I see. So just I, I mean, the way I approach this, I mean, it's not it's not an original thought, but there's heavy and there's heavy and there's heavy. And heavy, <laughs> and heavy ground horses don't go in the latter heavy categories. Yeah, this is good. Three mile four round here. And not only yeah. three mile four round here in mm. blue, you've got a situation whereby there's loads of forward goes in here. It is mm-hmm. really going to be a survivor the fish. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be spreading the number of finishes here. Three to four, maybe. Ooh. Okay, let me, before you go, before you go any further, let's, let me just give the prices then. So, Secret Reprieve is eleven to four. You've got Uncard at five to one. Sam Brown six to one. Bristol Demai, the aforementioned Haydock Specials eight to one. Black Line also eight to one. The Galloping Bear tens, and it's eleven one to bar. So, sorry, TGT. So, how do you see it? I'm not going to have a bet in the race. I'm definitely not tipping the race. I thought just very quick. I thought Mint Condition would be interesting. He did run badly at last time, but. I think he's got Star written all over him. I think he's a well-handicapped novice. I think the step mm-hmm. up to three mile four for the first time will probably suit, but he's up against really gnarled, grizzled handicappers over three mm-hmm. mile four in what's going to feel like four miles. So uh, I'm uh, I'm not going to have a bet in the race, but I mean, this Ben Clark is making a name for himself, the Galloping Bears trainer. Um, I think he's come out of the point field. He, I think he had a double at Sandown today. Yeah. Um, so the Galloping Bear is interesting because, like I said, he won a he won a war of attrition at Linfield last time, and he's not badly handicapped on that run. Mm-hmm. Um, on the basis, I don't know if anything is going to go in the ground. I'm sitting this one out. 
Okay, Vanessa Royal, have you got a, a strong opinion on this? Which is, again, as Cece said, it's an absolute puzzle and it's very hard to make sense of it, really. Uh, it's, it's a no from me on this race. Okay. Kelly. Really? Oh, she's like, I thought it was quite engaged by this race. I thought it was interesting. Okay, uh, so who have you come down no, on? It's, I, I, it's not like I'm saying it's not interesting, Kev. It's just that it confused me. I didn't I'm with you. I'm with you, Vanessa. I'm, I'm with you. I, I, mean, I can't make sense. Of, like, you know, price blind, obviously, uh, aside, I can't make sense of, of, of any of these horses to kind of kind of come yeah. to the fore here. Bristol to mine, maybe, given if the ground's a bog, but that's about it, Kev. What do you Yeah, think? well, look, I was tempted. I was very tempted by, by my old friend, Lord de Mesnil. I'm, I'm almost certain I napped him in this race last year and he, and he grounded out. He, he's an excellent, excellent record. Um, oh, you know, in Haydock in general, but around this course of distance, um, you know, he's clearly acts or acts on this type of ground we're going to get here very very well but it just he didn't act on it last time or just didn't he didn't run up to himself last time and it was kind of hard to dig out an excuse for him bar yeah. maybe the fact that he had a bit of a gut buster whether it be the time before but um that's just putting me off a shade and Bristol to me is a, is a reasonable price i thought like i think so too I don't, so for, don't forget that. So, fellas were trying to tell you that this fellow was the reincarnation of Jesus Christ after a couple of performances yeah. at Haydock and Heavy Ground, but go back a few years um, right. when he beat cue card by like literally 100 lengths or something like that. Um, like, he, he does act, seem to act really well when it's a slog here. Now, again, he didn't, he ran terribly the last time he came back to Haydock, but the ground wasn't anything like this. And the handicapper, as is his party trick this season, has just been been lowering him by by lumps at a time and he's yeah. gone from you know a mark of, of 169 not so long ago to, to 159 like he ran a stormer last time in Linkfield and the handicapper dropped him a pound thanks very much um yeah. and he might just outclass them like there's there's some good hardy handicappers in here now like lord the mesnel that'll handle conditions but like this fellow was a proper grade one horse for for a long time and mm -hmm. while he might not be quite the horse he was he won't need to be i think off 159 um, and you'll be you'll be disappointed. Like he will handle conditions. It's just a case of how much is left in the locker. And like Linkfield last time suggests, there's plenty. So yeah. at the price he is, like I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if kind of I know it's a bit of a cliche if the public got behind him a little bit, um, and he shortens up as as we get closer to go time because um, there's a there's a fairly clear case to be made for him. I think. Okay, good stuff, Jez. Um, we'll talk about, ladies and gents, uh, the Wing Canton, the 320 is the Kingwell Hurdle. It's over two miles. Um, just very briefly then, um, Kev, like, gosh, in here at four to five, um, he, I mean, he, he's free money for me. In this As somebody who likes short points. <laughs> <laughs> you're imagine not saying he should have been retired about two weeks yeah, ago. Imagine yeah, saying was. that it's free money when you're talking about Goshen. Imagine yes, because, saying that. Imagine because I, I, I know, I know. But listen, it's, it's, kind of like, it's kind of like me, you know, when I'm not feeling great myself, the doctor gets a hand on me, he puts me on my meds. I go in and get like, you know, my, my go for therapy, I go for yoga, I go for all these breathing exercises, whatever. And I come out, I'm a new man. And gosh, it is a new man after the last day. At four to five, he, like on his form, he pisses all over these. Four to five, good luck, get stuck in. Yeah, in fairness, I did see an interview with Gary Moore. It was very interesting. He was talking about, you know, what has brought this horse around all of a sudden and brought him back yeah. to life. And he did mention that he has switched his diet 
to that exclusively of Greg's vegan sausage rolls. And that may have, <laughs> that that may have had a big impact on his performance. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, he loves going, he loves going, it's he loves going, <laughs> he loves going right handed. He loves sausage rolls. There's nothing bad in those vegan sausage rolls, lad. They're vegan by virtue. It's stuck in. It's going to win. I can't go with it. <laughs> so, yeah, in, in short, it's another deeply uninspiring grade two in English. Right. And Ghost right. should probably go and win it. Right. Tony Calvin, yeah. you have you're gonna have twenty five thousand British pounds on Ghost to win Move on. Okay, move on. You buy, you, you buy a lot of sausage rolls with your winnings from that bet. I tell you, I'd like to see, I'd like to see a Adagio do something relatively decent here because he would. He, he's mm. you know shown plenty. We obviously haven't seen him since that second at Cheltenham behind where. Uh, what was he behind that day? Skeleton horse, West yeah. Cork. Yeah, I'm listening to that podcast. Can't get over it. By the way, West Cork podcast. Oh, it's been a fabulous podcast. Oh, yeah, fabulous it's podcast. unbelievable. It's probably one of the best I've ever heard. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's, How far in there? Li- I'm literally on episode 10, but I swear to God, I can't listen to it when it's dark. Like I get the (laughs) UGBs. It's unbelievable, isn't it? It's it's so good. Anyway, sorry, sorry. Back to it. Yeah. Did, did, didn't we have um didn't we have a correspondent only a couple of weeks ago putting up Adagio for the champion hurdle? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Correctly. They yeah. have like a 40, 50 to one champion hurdle mm. bet, I think, for Adagio. Was he sharing a room of caution in John God's fucking head? <laughs> Either way, <laughs> I think he's got plenty of talent. Well, we know okay. he's got plenty of talent and he's got this bit of a mysterious profile because okay. it's been off since November. But I'd like to see him put it up to Goshen here. And that would, okay. that would be a good result. Brilliant. Okay, good stuff. Um, right, we were just talking about two races in Navin on Sunday, Kev, just quickly, the Boyne Hurdle. Um, so obviously, a bit of interest in this, excuse me. So Grand Wa, uh, Saldier, um, Commander Fleet in here, Mr. Darvish Star, of course, who, like he's been switching over fences and hurdles, like no tomorrow. So I don't know what they want to do with this. But um, how do you see the Boyne Hurdle on uh, Sunday, please? Well, I'll tell you what I will do, Hugo. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to steer you hard left because we have the Red Mills hurdle on at Gore oh. Park on Saturday. And a lot of these horses were double entered there and a bunch of yeah. them have been declared for that. So mm. we know that they're going to turn up. And I suppose probably the big thing is it's it's going to be a Saldi. Well, maybe not a big, not uh, just a kind of a rematch between Saldier and Durasso. Um, Saldier mm. beat Durasso earlier in the season, uh, but they've probably gone in opposite directions. Like Durasso has just been thriving in fairness to him. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Saldier has kind of blobbed twice and they're now reaching for a first time blinkers. Uh, and Durasso, like he's being brilliant. Like he, he carries a penalty here, but uh, like there's, it, it, there's a chance he's getting better. Uh, we've kind of been downplaying him all season. He keeps kind of winning races, and you're kind of saying, "Well, we're doing, doing well to win these races." He's not a Grade One horse, but I thought he was quite impressive um, mm. at Nace the last day. You know, giving weight away to everything, and he, he was. I think I have to go back a little bit now, but he was um, he was very good in this race. I think going back a good few years, that's three years ago now. My God, um, he absolutely hacked up in this, and. If, I just wouldn't be surprised if, if he if he if he defied the the penalty. I thought Quinnixius and T Hoopoo were underpriced in that race. I thought Saudi. No, I agree with you. Saudi. If the first time blinkers wake Saudi up, and the first time cheap pieces did it for him uh, at Galway, yeah. Um, then you know he will be 
and he's getting weight off them as well. Yeah, yeah. He could pick yeah. these up and carry them, but it's, it's obviously a massive if after the last two oh. starts. But the first time here is interesting, and I'll tell you what, you in the Red Mills chase, mm. I haven't seen many four to better four to five chances than Mellon. I'll tell you why Mellon's a good price at four to five in that race. Go on, go on. Favourites have an excellent record in it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Taking the piss aside, um, he's, obviously he's, he's won really well in the John Durkin, really well in the Savile, stepping down to two mile four, taking on inferior opposition. Four to five. I mean, I can see him winning this at two's on. I'm not being mm. joking now. I am seriously tempted to back him up. So, is this another Shaq and Persuade Tony Callum bet? Like, sorry, value is value. And if you think it's a, if he's a four to five shot and you think he's a four to seven shot, no, no, Tony no. Callum, I, it's I, gone in. I looked at the race and then the I thought, I look when I looked at the race, I thought it'd be two's on, at least four to five Lovely. with the sports book. And that is the there best price go. around. So, um, I don't tend to do it, but four to five is. Hey, baby. Me. I do on. tend to do it. I do tend to do it. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go and get buy a ginger wig <laughs> and I'm going to log on and have a bet. Four African five. sunset. African sunset. I keep telling <laughs> you. Right. Um, last one, Kev. Um, the um, bet victor, 10 up novice chase as well. So there's a couple of half decent ones here. Um, but Run Wild Fred, who you've already mentioned on uh, weighed in as well as a possible um, Grand National bet. But um, how do you see that one? Yeah, look, he, you know, there'll be main, the main focus will be on him. I suspect he will get decked for this, and this will be his, his last run before Cheltenham. Um, look, he's very high level for a novice chaser. Look, I know he, he was um, ultimately well beaten by Fury Road last time, but he made um, a bad enough mistake in the way around. Um, I'd be surprised. Mm. Well, look, it depends what Jigginstown declare here because they have some, they've most of the big guns. I wouldn't fancy lifetime ambition up at this type of trip. Um, so mm. I suspect Fred will. Um, Will get the job done and um, solidify okay. his claims for the, the the three mile sixer, as I like to call okay. it. Okay, right, we're going to wrap up, guys. Um, thank you so much. Um, it's been very entertaining for me, anyway. Um, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, this is going to But all that remains is to get your naps of um, the week. So uh, we'll start with you, uh, TC. Your nap of yeah. the week. Hold that taut, win in place. Okay, hold that taut, win in place for Tony Calvin, Vanessa Royal. St. Calvados to win for me. Oh, St. Calvados to win at 7-2. Oh. Um, I'm going to take oh. you on that race. I'm going to take you on. Um, so, <laughs> lost in translation for me, win only at 10-1. to one. Kevin Blake, yourself? I was going to go with St. Calvados, but uh, Ryle has riled me out of it's it okay. now. It's okay. It's um, okay. You, you can come on, on this train. Yeah. Yeah. Will I jump, will I jump on board? Winner's a winner, Kev. Get on the video. A little choo-choo on the Ryle Express. Oh, we'll oh, jump on board the Riley Express. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Louise, Kevin and Vanessa off the cliff in the car at the same time over the cliff. Um, just a reminder once again, by the way, if you miss at the very, very start, um, Barry Orr is under death of penalty to say to me that um, so from uh, Monday, grow your roar bet for 30 pound free bet pot, bet 20 pounds on a horse in a week on the sports bet or on the exchange, and to add 10 pounds to your shelter free roar cast bet terms. Of your- I'll tell you now, he is going to shit the bed when he listens to this. He's, not, you, gonna be, he's not going to be one bit happy, is he? I'm done. Never work in broadcast media again. I'm done, yeah. <laughs> this show is dedicated to you. Good luck, pal. <laughs> what?